0: You are listening to Filthy Rain.
1: Welcome to episode 47 of Filthy Rain. I'm Rain.
0: I'm Gafilta.
1: Hello and welcome back. (laughs) We were off for a week. Unexpected, but we should have expected it. Yeah. Because it was Halloween because we can record on Mondays if you guys haven't picked up on that yet. And yeah, it was Halloween and we live in a neighborhood for the first time in, well, my life.
0: I and, guess my life too, or, or a neighborhood that involves themselves right. with trick or treating.
1: Yeah, I've never been. That's, sh- I mean, yeah, yeah. So we wanted to celebrate. We had kids coming. At first, it didn't look like we were going to for like thirty minutes. Like we put on, what, what horror movie did we start watching? Not Poltergeist. Yeah, but it was Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I always get it. I get it mixed up with Paranormal
0: Activity. Yeah, not that.
1: Yeah, Poltergeist. And yeah, the first three minutes of the movie, and no knocks, I was like, we're not going to have any kids. Like, we bought all this candy.
0: This <laughs> mm-hmm. will just have a eat our own candy watching scary movies Halloween night.
1: Yeah, which would have been fine, but luckily kids did come. We ended up just sitting outside because there's so many.
0: Yeah, versus opening the door, closing yeah. the door, opening the door, closing Played the door. Played some
1: jams for them. It was a lot of fun. I've never mm-hmm. had a Halloween like that. So that was really nice to like experience cuz yeah, at my parents' house, we just lived out in the middle of nowhere basically. So like there was no point in that. I did used to like hand out candy at like my grandparents' store, but that's not the same. <laughs> this yeah. was this was a lot of fun.
0: It's like a trunk or treat. And it sucks cuz that's the way the world has kind of moved towards. I know. Like everyone now does trunk treats and it's hard to have a good old classic bunch of neighborhood kids going door to door knocking on doors, and then showing up back home. Like, now you need parents to go with you. Now you need parents to go loaded with a gun or a phone or whatever. <laughs> and then now you don't even want to walk with them because you got your cars with you. And know, now There's a
1: lot of parents in cars and just sending their kids out.
0: Yeah. But go also,
1: out. on the flip side, it made sense because a lot of houses on our street weren't participating. Yeah. Like, they weren't home at all because they had kids of their own. So, like, it sucks in so many areas of, like, if you're not a neighborhood that people know to go to, oh, we have to go here because they do the best Halloween and every Mm -hmm. house participates, like, you're kind of out of luck.
0: Yeah. It's unfortunate. But, hey, everyone that came by had a good time. I got a few good scares in Mm -hmm. on some kids that said, hey, if he's real, I'm running. So I said, (laughs) what? And got up and he was gone.
1: Yep. They were true to their word and i saved some kids from being scared some way too cute princesses i was like no we are not scary <laughs> they were also small yeah. smaller children not too super small but i was like nope nope nope
0: <laughs> and then their families are like is that actually a person in there
1: i know I was
0: <laughs> like yeah and then i just proceeded but they didn't to stay perfect they were still. like really?
1: I was yeah. like yeah it's a real person
0: just well, letting you know your boy Gefilte has got some very talented stay still techniques,
1: which is amazing because he does not stay still very well.
0: <laughs> ah, too well. Been <laughs> practicing since I was a kid.
1: You are fidgety all the time. Oh
0: yeah, but when I need to, I lock it down. Yeah, I remember scaring people back in uh, when I was acting for Valley of the Moon. <laughs> Those are good times. Good times.
1: I think we can go ahead and get into the bulk of our show, but first, if you'd like to support us, you can go to our link tree, which we have linked in the show description, and also in the links of each of our bios. Uh, the first link that you see is our PayPal link, Tip Filthy Rain, where you can give us as much or as little as you want, and it is through PayPal, so super secure, you don't have to worry about bad things happening, <laughs> fraudulent things, I don't know. Um, then we also have Bones Coffee affiliate link. Which, by the way, they now have. They still are selling the Nightmare Before Christmas coffees. Maybe they're doing it all the way through Christmas. They don't really like tell when the, people when they're gonna stop selling things. Hmm. But if you're still wanting that, go pick it up. They still have all the full size bags, and they did just recently re-release or restock um, the whole collection so that you can get all of them.
0: It would make a wonderful Christmas gift. Or birthday gift, if anyone's in these November, December times. And, I mean, or a great gift to yourself, if you enjoy coffee.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, They also released, which I didn't even know that they released, uh, mugs with each of the logos of the Nightmare Before Christmas bags onto the mugs. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. I feel like I said that really weird. But that's how all of their mugs are. So, if you've checked out their mugs, they're all, like, depictions of their bags of coffee, But they were like, hey, we restocked our mugs. I was like, I didn't know that these existed, so I got one. Mm -hmm. I'm still waiting for it to come in, but I'm super excited. I got the Frog's Breath one with Sally on it. Super cool. Those are sold out right now, but you can definitely sign up for emails to get um, notifications whenever they come back.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then finally, (laughs) along with all their other coffee, which is really good and really delicious, they now have um, these Nightmare Before Christmas in pod form. So if you have like a Keurig or whatever else takes pods. I know quite a few things do nowadays. Uh, you can stick that in and get some fresh coffee. And they have that in every flavor as well. So, yay! Otherwise, I would just go check out all their other coffees if you're not into the, the regular, co- or the number <laughs> four Christmas coffees, because all of their coffee is really good. I literally drink it all the time. It's so all delicious. the time. I really do. It's good.
0: High-quality coffee. Put that frickin' Folgers brand down and get yourself some high-quality coffee.
1: And then you can go to my Etsy site and use code PODCAST for 20% off almost everything in my shop. I am about to launch my Q1 planners for 2023. They have a brand-new, very spiffy cover I'm super excited about. Um, Other than that, though, those should be coming out, I think, this week. I'll be putting them live. I have them live... I'm on Amazon, but I haven't yet gotten the screenshots for Etsy. But those will be coming probably this week. And then also, at the end of November, I'm going to be releasing the Skull Jars that change colors and have cool little trinkets on them. Mm. Super excited to create those. So new stuff coming to my Etsy shop soon. And then, of course, if you want my Discord bot and to try it out, test it out, let me know if you want more features And maybe not even. You don't have to give me feedback. Maybe you just want something to do giveaways, uh, especially for the holidays. Maybe you want to give your community $5 Steam cards or whatever. Uh, You can do it using my bot. The link will send you somewhere that gives you a lot more info about everything that the bot does. And then also the invite link there. So go check it out. And, of course, if you don't feel like doing any of those things, we will not fault you. You can always share the podcast and rate the podcast and if you don't do those things, we I'll will fault you. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah, because mm. those are easy, free, take no time at all things.
0: Yeah, you could do it faster than you can be at the stall at your job. You <laughs> could do it faster than when you check your phone at work, and you're not. You know, you're not supposed to. If you work <laughs> in an environment, you're not supposed to. But you can pull out your phone, do it real quick, hit share, rate. And slide your phone back in before your boss comes in and goes, Were you on your phone? And you go, No. No, I wasn't, (laughs) sir.
1: And, of course, we really appreciate it when you guys do that because it does help spread our podcast to more people that are like-minded as you.
0: Yes. Gamers are loving the show. So why don't share it with more gamers?
1: And then, of course, if you want to catch me live gaff chatting in my live, you can find me at twitch.tv slash rainshadow every Friday at 4.30 p.m. Central Time all the way to 6.30 p.m. Central Time with a dinner break. Then we come back at 8 p.m.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yummy dinner.
1: Mm-hmm. Still continuing RE Village, so if you're into that, um, that's what we're going to be doing this next Friday. I don't know when we're going to finish this game. It's so much, it's so cool and longer than I expected. I love it. I'm really enjoying it. It makes sense why it, it was a $60 game.
0: Come by stream, everybody, and let's gift her enough bits to buy the DLC. So then True. when she beats Village, we can watch her play the DLC. And we can play Village all month long. All month. <laughs> That's
1: what it was supposed to be for October. <laughs> I don't even know anything about the DLC. Like, I didn't know anything about the game. Is it I a lot do. of content?
0: Um, It looks like. Yeah. I know more spoiler stuff about right, it. Right, right. I saw Yakin playing it, and <sighs> I asked Yakin. Like, I don't know if you want to know. I was like, fuck it, tell me. I love spoilers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah. But, yeah, I guess Maybe it I adds just...
0: third-person mode, too, because they were all playing in third-person.
1: I think I like it in first. Yeah.
0: So. It looked cool in third. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe once I'm done with RE village, I'll just continue on. That'd be like the best time to do it because it's fresh.
0: Fresh, yeah.
1: Anywho, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening on Twitch.tv slash rain shadow. Now let's move on to skins and events. We do have quite a bit. Um, Overwatch, we have a new character coming into play. Ramat, Ramatra. Mm hmm. Looks super cool. They dropped, um, his origin story, I guess, is a little preview trailer. So if you want to go uh, check that out, go do it. He is coming December 6th for Season 2 of Overwatch 2.
0: And he will have some amazing abilities, so they say. Can't wait till we get to see all those abilities. But I know I will be diving in as him as a f- amazing tank player. He'll I will looks be cool. picking him up. And he'll probably have cool skins because he reminds me a lot of... Uh, the robot um, skull guy from Apex Legends. Kind of that look, very mechanical demon style.
1: Re- Revenant? Re- Revenant. Revenant, okay. Yep, Revenant. I was like, right when you said the demon, I was like, why did his name just completely blank from my mind? I had it, because I knew you were going to say that. Yep. But yeah, he's coming, so go check out his origin story uh, for Animal Crossing all... Through the 11th of November, you can pick up lanterns in the Nook shopping area. Ooh. Very cute lanterns. Uh, So if you haven't ever gotten them before, go check it out now. You have until the 11th. Also, just kind of a fun thing. Um, Apex Legends currently has a tweet that if you like it, it'll give you a randomized tarot reading of a, like a one card pool, kind of like I do on stream. Huh. So if you want to do that, the art looks really pretty on them.
0: I'll do it.
1: I'll take the look. <laughs> so yeah, you can go check that out. We'll have that link in our show description so that you don't have to hunt through their tweets. I just thought that was really cool. And then along with that, there is a holiday collection for Apex Legends out now. So if you have somebody special to shop for, you can get them a puffer jacket or yourself. You can get yourself this stuff, too. <laughs> Winter Jogger's Rampart hoodie. Uh, they also have a lot of cute little stuffies of, like, Vantage's uh, Echo companion charm. They have um, Ash's Rat companion charm. Lifeline's Dog companion charm. They have a lot. Crypto's hack thing. nude companion charm. Bloodhound's. Mm-hmm. Art or Companion Charm. I just listed them all for you because I couldn't leave any of them out.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love games that just come out with merch. I, I really wish this was like more of a thing in the past too. Yeah. It was, it was, it was out there, just not like.
1: Every game is expected to have. Yeah.
0: You yeah. see something
1: cute and you're like, that will be a stuffy in a now couple months. You <laughs>
0: can get a shirt, a hat, yeah, a keychain for every game that's like been popular.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's wonderful.
1: We'll also have that link in our description as well so that you guys can get to that pretty quick. Um, Dead by Daylight. For Prime Gaming, if you have that, you can get the Trickster's Golden Skull Mask now until the November 14th. So if you haven't picked that up yet, go get it. It looks really cool. And then in an even bigger Dead by Daylight news, we have the Forge and Fog chapter coming November twenty second. We have a new killer, which we talked about last episode with the sword and being like, what could that be from? I don't know. Well now we know. It is the night killer.
0: And I still think it's giving me Elven Ring vibes because of the way that like the red coloring uh that they showed in the little trailer, the way he's like all slow walking mm-hmm. and all I don't know. It just feels very uh, Elden Ring, Dark uh, Souls-like style to me. Uh, But yeah, it looks cool. I I like it. And honestly, it might be a character i would be down to play. I just started playing Dead by Daylight a little bit uh, in October here. I went and bought uh, Michael Myers on mobile and on... Uh, my PC version so mm-hmm. I can play as Michael Myers because I really just <laughs> wanted to stalk people and kill them. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I forgot how much fun Dead by Daylight is as a killer. Not a, I, I'm horrible as a survivor but as a killer
1: as a killer boy do I fun. kill. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, I also did want to kind of shout out like his, uh, his abilities and perks real quick so we'll kind of run through those. I'm super excited. I think his stuff sounds really cool. Well most... We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> so, um, he has nowhere to hide. Whenever you damage a generator, reveal the aura of all survivors stand, standing within 24 meters of your position for three to four, three, four, slash five seconds, you know, depending on what, which one you have. Which I love that one. I love revealing those survivors. <laughs> Tell me where they are. Uh, then he has hex, face the darkness. When this hex is inactive and you injure a survivor, a dull totem becomes lit and hexes that survivor. When the Hex is active, all other survivors outside your terror radius will have a chance to scream intermittently, revealing their position and auras for two seconds. Other survivors also see the aura of the Cursed Survivor for however many seconds, like 12 to 8 seconds. When the Cursed Survivor is downed or returned to full health, the Hex is lifted and the Hex Totem becomes unlit. Cleansing the Hex Totem deactivates Hex, face the darkness permanently. Hexes are really confusing and always have like I was a lot. Say,
0: I have no idea what she said. It's something that I'd have to like re like
1: yeah, it kind sit of is. and read it
0: a few times, yeah. and then I've been like, okay, and then I'll have to Google because yeah, when I was reading Michael Myers, some of his things, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna go in there and cut people. I had an ability that countered my other ability, and everything. that's what I
1: hate mm-hmm. about that game. Not hate, but like. I, I've i done that, too. I've been like, oh, these don't even make sense together. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So, yeah. Um, then he has hubris whenever you are stunned by a survivor, so a pallet hits you. That survivor suffers from the exposed as effect for 10 to 20 seconds. Hubris has a cooldown of 20 seconds. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Then he also has guard summon. Now, this is a lot, but I think it sounds really cool. So tap the power button to activate Guard Summon. Once activated, move around to create a patrol path. While in Guard Summon mode, you can aim at a generator in progress, a down pallet, or a breakable wall, and tap the attack button. This will summon a guard to complete a break action on the selected object. You can also tap the power button or drain the power gauge completely to end the Guard Summon mode. This will summon a guard who will follow and patrol the created path that you made. There are three guards that are summoned in the same order each time: the Carnifex, who can break or damage objects faster; the Assassin, who moves faster during the hunt; and the Jailer, who patrols longer and is better at detection.
0: Huh. So maybe those aren't skins, and they're yeah, just I think so. I forgot to tell how, you before. Uh, Nightmare has the two zombies on the field.
1: True. Yeah. But a little, bit more, this, yeah. a little bit more structured. I thought that that was such a cool ability for him to have.
0: It, it makes it feel like you're just not alone and you have more... Help. Help, yeah. Because sometimes you get those four stacks that are I, yeah. top ranks and they're <laughs> just, they know all the hacks and cheats and everything. Mm-hmm.
1: So during the hunt, while the guard is patrolling, he can spot and detect survivors. If a survivor is detected, the guard will move to their location... Leave a standard on the ground and start hunting the survivor for a set amount of time. The survivor can escape a guard by unhooking another survivor, grabbing the standard, or surviving until the hunt timer ends. If the survivor is successfully attacked by the guard or the knight, the guard will disappear. When a guard downs a survivor, the knight receives a killer instinct notification. So in that way, it is very much like the zombies, Mm -hmm. although the zombies are a little dumb.
0: Yeah. There's they, seem a lot,
1: they seem a lot smarter than the zombies. Yeah. And then he also has some add-ons and stuff, which we won't go into because that's too much, I feel like. But yeah, that's some of his stuff. I think he's going to be fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He sounds fun.
0: Hopefully he's not OP.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure everybody will say that. They say that in every video game. <laughs> yeah. But he won't be. And then finally... If you're into Valorant and you're still feeling spooky, they have the Soul Strife skin line in their shop. It looks pretty cool. It's kind of like a a ghosty Reaper type of skin. It looks like a lot like one that we've had before. I can't think of it off the yeah. top of my head though.
0: I feel like if uh Reaper from Overwatch came here and <laughs> wanted skins, these would be the ones I'd use.
1: Yeah. But if you're into that, go get them. And then nothing happening in Halo. There's no news. Nothing.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Only their free winter update. Come on. Forge beta, campaign co-op, and the winter uh, season coming in with the entirely new 30-tier battle pass, (laughs) all sorts of gear, the two new multiplayer (laughs) maps, and again, Forge beta? Come on. Oh, man, they'll have that nice content browser. I remember the days of nice, good old file shares.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot coming. So if you play Halo, though, you probably already know that because it's already come out by the time that this podcast releases.
0: Yeah, i already be knees deep into that battle pass. And I already have CQB to make it go, oh, how do you have CQB, Gefilda? <laughs> i like, yeah, you know, because that's how I am.
1: <laughs> you know. Well, that is it for Skins and Events. Do you have any updates on stories?
0: I sure do. Remember last time, guys, we were talking about the Bayonetta uh, voice actor drama? And it kind of left us all wondering, like, what else is there? What's going on? Somebody is lying here. Something is happening. Well... In recent weeks, that voice actor, Helena Taylor, was looking you know, to drum up support to boycott Bayonetta 3 completely. <laughs> and then she had a little bit of a, uh, a shady uh, toss over at the gal that did take up the voice act. But one of the biggest claims is that uh, Platinum Games only offered her $4,000 flat rate okay, to voice Bayonetta for the new game. However, reports then claim that the actual offer... Was closer to around fifteen thousand, depending on the number of sessions needed. As it turns out, a fifteen thousand dollar offer did exist, and something now that Taylor now admits. Yeah, so uh, she had a series of tweets. She shot to defend her reputation by adding a few more details to the mix. At- according to her updated account of events, Platinum Games had initially offered her ten thousand to appear. Then when she turned that down, they offered her an extra five thousand to return for Bayonetta three, and when that was turned down, Platinum Games went in another direction, but still offered Taylor four thousand for a cameo appearance, an offer <laughs> that was also turned down. But she only hung up on that last four thousand. I'm like, you gotta make nineteen over here.
1: Yeah.
0: And they, they were trying to beg for her because they're like, why would we want to change the voice actor for Bayonetta? You know, yeah. why not keep the same actor? People will know, and they will. But you know, Uh Taylor also adds that she did not participate in any extensive negotiations. Also claims that the idea that she was offered
1: <laughs> or any, it sounds like. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> she claims that the idea that she was offered four thousand for five sessions is also untrue. She ends off by saying that she did not ask for a ridiculous two hundred and fifty thousand sum to appear in the game, but also did not reveal how much she would have accepted had negotiations continued. Uh, finally, we learned that Taylor initially made uh, 3,000 euros for her role in the first Bayonetta and a little more for the second game. So, Taylor continues to claim that the Bayonetta franchise had made $450 million over its lifespan. That figure um, hasn't been backed up anywhere, really. So, she's just kind of throwing it out there. Yeah. But that's really the only uh, update we have on that one is that, yes, that she indeed was offered more after people dug in through the reports and the letters and such there. but yep. Yeah. Yeah, now we have our case solved closed.
1: <laughs> Pretty crazy. I just don't get what the point of it was.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Because it was going to come out. Yeah. Like, one way or another, people were going to find out. They were either going to be like, hey, we tried. Here's our proof. Yeah. And her saying no. Like, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get what the motive is.
0: I'll feel bad for uh, all the people that canceled their pre-orders and hopped on boycotting it for her, and then they're like, oh, shit. She's the shady one.
1: I don't know how you couldn't see that she was shady. That something shady was happening in... It wasn't the full story. Mm -hmm. Because there weren't receipts of anything, you know? And, like, I hate that, like, we're in a day and age that, like, you have to have proof. Because some things you can't prove. Yeah. But, like, that, you should be able to prove that they offered you this. There should have been
0: an email, a contract, something. And
1: you just black out what you need to black out and show what you need to show and be like, look, this is really what happened. But I don't know. Even asking for six figures when, like, like we talked about last time, it seems like, even Matt Mercer, who's definitely more popular than her, doesn't make that much. Might make yeah. 80k a year.
0: And he's a fucking beast.
1: Yeah. So it's like, and he's in a ton of things. Same with Orbit. Like, all of the... Yeah. It just didn't make sense.
0: <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that's really the only update. The only other one I have is uh, Halo Infinite is finally... Um, Here, by the time you're listening to this podcast, the new season would have launched. Go dive into those two new maps. Go create something in Forge and have some fun in it. uh, We're attaching a link to the preview, so you can kind of get a quick summarized version of everything that's coming its way.
1: Yeah. Uh, My only update is for the streamer that went to TwitchCon, jumped in the foam pit, and then broke her back in two places. Ouch. Just a quick update. She is back to streaming, so she's not, like,
0: Months later, months yeah. later, or something, yeah. Yeah,
1: luckily it wasn't so bad, but I mean, it's still bad. She had one surgery that lasted more than five hours, Jeez. and she, I think, she had to have two surgeries in total. I God, what sucks also is that on top of all that, while she was at the hospital, she found out that she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and she had to terminate that pregnancy because she couldn't have the surgery. Like, if the baby would not have survived the surgery that she had to have for her back, I can't imagine. That sort of like news and then immediately loss. Yeah. And then she, I know she said that her hormones were off, you know, crazy cause you were growing a baby or even though she didn't know she was starting all that process and to have it ended, it's, it's a lot for a body to take. So I'm sure she's going through, I mean, I it's crazy,
0: she- and all you wanted to do was go to TwitchCon. And have fun. Have a good time, and come back. You and jumped in sh- a foam
1: pit that looked like you could jump in, like... They
0: were encouraging people yeah. to jump in it. Logitech is screwed up.
1: I don't know what they're... Yeah.
0: Nobody safety There's- checked it. They just threw foam, and at the bottom of it was a concrete mm-hmm. slab. And yeah. Like, this will be good. This is fine.
1: There's no way that she's not giving them a lawsuit. You know, behind the scenes, yeah. she's not talking about... It. She hasn't said anything about that... But I believe that she is. And she's just keeping it quiet, which is, she should. You know, you don't want all that legal stuff out until everything's settled. Because it makes everything so much easier on her end. Yeah. You know, then they can't be like, well, she said false claims about, you know, because she's talking about it. Yeah. So, it's yeah, easy to Yeah, like be- the
0: doc one. No one really knows anything. But there's yeah. definitely something legal that happened. Mm-hmm. And something was resolved. And
1: Yeah. yeah. That's
0: less drama that way.
1: It is less drama, and then I think it makes it easier on both parties, but yeah. especially the party that's been wrong. Yeah,
0: then your whole life isn't all about answering this and that of all these questions, and you can just keep doing your content. Yeah, but poor gal.
1: I know, and I know that she's a, that she's in a ton of pain. You know, still, it's like
0: lingering pain, probably lifetime pain now. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Uh, Yeah. If you
0: have rods in your back now. I know. My God, I can't imagine your back just being destroyed for having a good old time.
1: Yeah. I don't get it either. Hopefully she gets her money. I hope so too. At the very least to cover her health expenses. But I'm sure it's going to be so much more. Because how could it not?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not like she signed a waiver and waivers are ass.
1: And then, even that's then, negligence. It's a phone. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> so, hope the best for her definite lawsuit that she better be filing. If that's my only update. We can go ahead and move on to games to play. Woohoo! What you got for us?
0: I got a lot. Uh, so, why don't you start?
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, first, I have this really cute game, uh, cute and creepy, which you know I love Beacon Pines. Also, there was some debate whether we've talked about this before. If we have, don't tell us.
0: <laughs> no, tell us.
1: I don't think we have. I don't recognize it, yeah. but also I'm very notorious for forgetting It things. might just be
0: me. It might just be uh, my <laughs> my sense of it because I've seen this trailer before.
1: I just don't know. And think I had that. it on my
0: wish list. So it might be a game because I'm always on Steam and if games are on sale or something, I look through them and I go... Will I like this? Wishlist. Or will Rain like this? Wishlist. Right. And then whenever it's on sale, I buy it for her uh, months in advance, and I schedule it to release <laughs> on her birthday. And when it comes out on her birthday, all the games just released to her, five different games, and it adds extra value, and I got them at a sale price months ago. So yeah. it's, don't don't feel bad about it, you know, but she gets all nice gifts, and they sit there quietly waiting to send to her.
1: It's very true. It mm-hmm. happens every year now.
0: Yep. But yeah I don't d- I think I've just seen it then, honestly, but it looks cool. It's a little like dark and even
1: even at the most, it's on sale right now on Steam, twenty percent off, so it's sixteen dollars until November fourteenth, so at the very least, you now know it's on sale. Mm-hmm. It's really cute, though it looks cute and unrecognizable to me. <laughs> I've never seen it before. Uh, but it does look really cute. Uh, Beacon Pines is a cute and creepy adventure set within a mysterious book. Sneak out late, make new friends, uncover hidden truths, and collect words that will change the course of fate. All of that sounds new to me, so I really feel like it is. Because <laughs> that sounds right up my alley. You're in a book, you learn everything. Yeah, it just sounds like my type of game. Go check that out. Uh, my other game is also coming soon, so you know what we'd like to do here. We'd like to go to Steam. We like to wishlist the game, help support indie developers and in new upcoming games. So we are going to do that. We are going to go to your Steam. You start writing Bramble B R A M B L E, and the rest is the Mountain King.
0: The Mountain King. It has it's a planned. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has a planned release date of 2023. And it is full of Nordic fables. Dark Nordic fables. Um, Bramble the Mountain Keen is a grim adventure set in a world inspired by dark Nordic fables. Explore the beautiful yet dangerous and twisted land of Bramble in your endeavor to rescue your sister. Traverse a wondrous landscape and survive deadly encounters with Bramble's many hideous creatures. So if you've been to my streams before in the past... um, You've probably seen me play with Little Nightmares. I know a lot of you have. Um, well, I know a lot of people that usually frequent my stream have. <laughs> at least. Um, anyhow. It's a lot like that. If you know what Little Nightmares is like, it looks and feels kind of like that. Especially with the big monsters coming at you. And, the- and
0: you're just a small little thing. Yeah, you're this little thing.
1: Mm-hmm, easily squished. It looks so cool. I am very excited for it. Definitely will be keeping on my list. Definitely we will be playing it on stream. So, yay! Mm-hmm. Those are my games. So now you are forced to tell us about your many, many, many
0: games. Uh, <laughs> well, um, one thing that's going to be coming out is The Witcher Remake, folks. So, yeah, CD- I saw that. Yeah, CD Projekt Red says that The Witcher Remake is... Uh, they're announcing it. It's being worked on. So the game that started it all is going to be rebuilt from the ground up in Unreal Engine 5. So it's going to be amazing. Personally, The Witcher 1, I stopped playing it because... I couldn't get through it. It's just, it was just so dated. It was just so dated for me. I played The Witcher 2 and The Witcher 3, of course. And uh, But yeah, it's in early stages of development at the Polish Studio. And um, yeah, so CD Projekt, they're just really happy to announce that. And there's no real information on dates. But I just thought to let you know that the first original Witcher will be uh, getting remade in Unreal Engine. Another game to look out for. By the time you're listening to this podcast on November 8th came out, Sonic Frontiers. Many reviews are coming out for Sonic right now. Uh Some are mixed right now, but it's really just the critics that yeah. are having access to it. I've been seeing some like 7s, some 10s, but fuck reviews, man, honestly. Mm-hmm. And critics are so weird. Why would you, uh, thousands of people base their opinion off of one person's uh, opinion? Especially when they're so... Um, they're so opinionated. Like, <laughs> if so, if like I um grew up, you know, playing shooter games, why would I go and drop a review on you know Beacon Cozy Pines <laughs> and be like, you know, it's a three, could have used more action, you, mean, yeah. you know, what I mean, like, yeah, that's all what
1: you play, yeah,
0: it's just one and, uh, person, and
1: so many reviews now, especially nowadays, are meant to anger you and make you click on it, yeah, not to give you a good review, yeah.
0: So fuck reviews. But, uh, <laughs> Sonic for Tears is out. Um, it's Sonic like never been before. So if you guys have ever seen, like, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, think that, but with Sonic. So it's like a, um, he's out searching for his emeralds as usual, but it's in a big breathtaking world, action, adventure, mystery, and you go to new heights, new speeds, open zone, platforming freedom as you race across the five massive Starfall Islands. And it just looks really awesome. Like, you're fighting giant monsters, you're, you're just blasting through, and it's got this amazing open world feeling with unparalleled high speed. And honestly, it's, it's a very cool looking game. Um, it's something that I probably won't be, you know, jumping to go pick up, but in the future, I would love to try because I'm, a, I was always a big fan of Sonic. Uh, jumping into the next one, God of War Ragnarok uh by the time you are listening to this it is coming out today on Wednesday November 9th it is a highly anticipated uh game that everybody has been waiting and dying for and I'm hearing all the hype the reviews are coming in almost near perfect or some reviews are perfect and it's just an but incredible fuck game reviews. <laughs> No, yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck reviews. But I'm just—I still letting people know like yeah, what critics I are know. thinking. Just
1: it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's just
0: trolling me. Uh, but yeah, new adventure with Kratos and the boy. Um, you know, going in there after following their uh, critically acclaimed God of War there in uh, 2018. So it's uh its an incredible looking game. You know, it's God of War. You guys kind of know what to expect. I don't really got to explain it. If you don't, then you are been sleeping under a rock. I haven't played any since like the PlayStation Two, but I I do know that these games are really good. Other game on November eighteenth coming out real soon, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So this is an incredible game coming to the Nintendo Switch with the two cool new looking Pokemon. Ooh. Yeah, they're very fancy looking. I like
1: Violet.
0: Yeah, it's got like blue things and the red one. Yeah. You know, <laughs>
1: Very descriptive, yeah.
0: Very descriptive, <laughs> um, but yeah, they got uh, the looks like it's Tito, Fuecoco, and Quaxley, the three Pokemon which oh. you'll choose as your first starters. Um, oh to my pick goodness,
1: from. I'm getting the kitty, I'm not even probably getting the game, but I want the
0: kitty, A little grass kitty,
1: yes,
0: yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah. It'll be a cool game. Obviously, the next game into the Pokemon series. It looks great. and It's always getting better. And let me know if that's something that you're going to be picking up. Um, I see Rain's going to be getting for the kitty. I'm um, mm. always fire, fire all day, fire, burn the world, burn the world down. I
1: choose well. Okay, I will say the kitty right now, but I always go to their most evolutions and figure out which one I like at the end evolution. Even though I don't think I've ever played a game enough to actually make them all the way to the end. Wow! I definitely haven't finished a Pokemon game. At this
0: point, you might as well just keep them from evolving, and then you can keep the level one hundred small kitty.
1: Yeah, wouldn't that be a thing? But you know, I had partners in the past that would get mad at me for playing my Pokemon game the way I wanted and not evolving my animals. They would, get, yeah. they would literally get so mad main, at me.
0: Some, the main so. character, Ash Ketchum of the anime, is out there keeping his Pikachu Pikachu because, you know. I
1: know. I didn't know he had other phases because I, I mean, thought it was just Pikachu because of how much. Yeah, <laughs> Pichu,
0: then Pikachu, then Raichu.
1: Yeah. But
0: yeah, Pokemon's coming out, guys. Another one. Another one. Um, <laughs> Overwatch 2 Season 2. Just uh, kind of update. Um, but that's kind of in tying in with... Um, what Rain said, that's when the new character will be dropping.
1: December 6th.
0: On December 6th. Yep. So that'll be coming out there for you guys. Um I'll be coming back, you know, once December is around the bend. Probably the week before the week of. Because I have a lot of games on my list that'll be coming out in December. But that's really all I have right now for you guys. Pokemon, some God of War, Sonic, and the Witcher remake is being created. So that's all I got there.
1: Well, then I will move on to my first story. It is a big one. Bigger than an update, so that's why I didn't add it to updates. But it is about Bayonetta 3. Oh. There's even more drama than just the voice actors. And this has literally nothing to do with her, and there's so much to talk about. Oh, gosh. So, first off, the the Kotaku article that I'm doing is a review, but I feel like they actually were very fair to it, you know, it wasn't a clickbaity review or anything, uh-huh. so I already liked that a lot. The title's just Bayonetta 3, the Kotaku review. <laughs> There's literally no clickbait to it. I was like, oh, cool, I'll click on it. And it is by somebody, Isaiah Colbert, who loves the franchise, so I liked that about it too, that, because... I don't think you've played any of them, right? Or have you played them? Um, one?
0: I've only played the demo for like the first one. Right.
1: And I haven't played any of them. I know nothing really about the whole series, so I'll be heavily using this guy's reviews. So I'll be heavily using this guy's review to formulate what I feel on this. Uh but I do think that they were very fair for it. Um so just off the bat, Bayonetta three is getting a lot of hate for a lot of different reasons. Huh. That's what at least this is saying, and I can see definitely why based on his points that he makes in here. So in case anybody else doesn't really know about Bayonetta 3, I'll go through like his quick little rundown of it. Um Bayonetta 3 is a character action hack and slash game. You play as Bayonetta, a powerful and fashionable Umbrin witch with the power to slow down time with a perfectly timed dodge. Although Bandetta 3's launch should be cause for celebration given that it coincides with the series anniversary, its legacy won't be one of triumph. This is one of the worst games in the trilogy for how it fakes, oops, sorry, it rakes fans over piping hot coals during the march toward its lackluster finale. Mm. So that's like his like rundown of it and little review and we will jump into it. Now he says that like most Bandetta games are a lot of like, unleashing combos, lots of action, and then kind of going into convoluted storylines that are hard to follow and timey-wimey stuff. And, you know, it's hard, but then you get to slash things. So it's like a roller coaster almost of like, lots of action, lots of story, lots of action, lots of story. It's kind of what it seems like. And he does say that Bayonetta's three story is easier to follow, but it does do a lot of damage to the characters, new and old. So, it kind of undoes a lot of things that we'll talk about later, for sure. And I won't go into any of the spoilers. He does have quite a few spoilers in this. I don't think that they're necessary to really understand why people aren't liking it. Um, So, I'm going to avoid those as much as I can. Should have said that at the top, but yeah. Now, the main issue that this guy had with this game is that other Bayonetta games had chapters that felt unique to each other. Not like you were doing the same thing over and over and over again. They were new mechanics, new scenes, new, like, everything. So it wasn't, like, anything the same over and over again. While Bayonetta 3 does feel that way. Mm. He says that it feels much like you are just doing the same thing. It's boring at a point because you just know what's coming. You know what's happening. You know how to do it. So yeah, basically it has the same stuff each and every time. You watch the same, even scenes happen for like three different times to get all the pieces that you need to finish the game. Hmm. Like something like that. So yeah, it's, it feels very much, you do one part and you're like, cool, that was so fun. Then you do the second part and you're like, that was literally what I just did.
0: (laughs) You're like, uh, wait a second.
1: I know. So I can understand why that would be frustrating, especially when you're used to a game being different each time and having a lot of different mechanics. You definitely don't want to get into a game and be like, oh, this is actually quite boring. (laughs) Now he does say that combat wise, Bayonetta 3 is arguably the best the series has ever been at pure platinum sparkly Statue of the Witch herself if you were to grade it on the game's combat re- results scale. So it seems like they've really improved in that area, but I guess really tamed in the story and the mechanics alone. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of thrown together, maybe? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I mean,
0: know. It, it was weird that, like, also they just kind of didn't bring it to... Because I know the first one and I think the second one were out on, like, PlayStation and Xbox right. or something. But, yeah, I was so focused on Switch. and
1: Yeah.
0: And still, like, it was just kind of lackluster.
1: And that's what he even said in the beginning. He was like, I literally bought a Switch for Bayonetta 3.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that was the only reason I have to have it. And I was like, yeesh. <laughs> that was an expensive one game that you did not enjoy. <laughs> Now, that's a lot. There's a lot more to this thing, but once again, I don't want to get into spoilers because I know it's new and people might want to play it. If you want to get into it, I will link the article and I'll, I'll put in the title that it is spoilery. Um, but the other big thing, which might be spoilery, but it's a very big deal, so I feel like it's worth it. And if you don't want to listen to it, skip ahead a while. Skip! <laughs> skip!
0: Um, uh oh, you made it to the end of the podcast. <laughs>
1: is that Bayonetta has always been, not even just like fans thought, but has canonically... I never can...
0: Can, Canonically. canonically. Yeah. You guys get it.
1: Uh, Whatever. It's official that Bayonetta is with a woman, romantically, named Jean. Mm. That has been known. It has been shown. It has been in the story. It is... 100% 100% a thing. Yes. In Bayonetta 3, that is no longer what is happening. Mm-hmm. She is now with a man. Hmm. A man that has been in the other games, but as a small character, just like a side character. Yeah. Barely even shown. And then all of a sudden, they push him in Bayonetta 3, and I like how this guy put it. No amount of prep time could cushion how frustrating it was to witness Bayonetta 3 push Luca, which is the guy, by the way, Luca down my throat, both as a big-time player within the franchise and as Bayonetta's love interest, when Gene, a better-written character who has much more chemistry with Bayo, was being misused left and right.
0: Damn. So they're like, you know what, we're going to change it up.
1: Well, and that's what a lot of people were saying. They were like, this is a a racing... LGBTQ plus representation. It's ruining the character in general. I also have another article that I will also be linking that's more just about the love interest. And they were saying that even in the game, Bayonetta 3 is independent, obviously. She's the hero. She has all the powers. She can save herself. She's never been had had to have been saved by a man. Bayonetta 3, complete opposite. That Uh. Luca character... Has to save her multiple times.
0: So they're kind of defeating the whole heroine vibe.
1: Yes, really diminishing her as a woman who is independent, who has powers, who can take care of herself, and making her a trope that we have seen since the beginning of misogyny, which is that women need men. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's so bad.
1: So, it's... I I can't imagine... <laughs> I am mad for players of this game. I don't even play it. Like, that is so crazy. To have a couple that you, this is her person. They're partners, they're a couple, they're ma- I don't know, you know, what they are in the game. But they are together. Yeah. And then just ripping that away and being like, oh no, she's with this guy.
0: Yeah, Actually. sorry. I, we know you have all created fan art and follow this and yada, yada and then, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because I get, well, I won't get into why. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't need to be said, uh, because that's a spoiler, I think. (laughs) I I don't, it's hard to figure out what's a spoiler and what's not when you (laughs) haven't played anything. But, yeah. (sighs) Ridiculous. Ridiculous that they would would do that. I don't even understand. I don't know. So, yeah. (laughs) I guess Luca also now has powers, and so that's how he was, like, saving her, but he never had powers before. So they were really making him, like... He's a big guy. He really is. And it was like, but he never was.
0: He has powers now. He's going to save her now. Yeah. And he's also in love with her now. Yeah. Sorry, guys. In the end, we're all men that work at this studio. And we're going to view them in.
1: I just, I don't get it. Especially since people are like, they're better written. Like, Jean is better written with Bayonetta. Has years than this, of. Yeah, years of development. You know? So, yeah. I don't know if that sways anybody <laughs> in yeah. any way, but uh,
0: I mean, oh my- part of me wants to go buy the first one, <laughs> especially since I can play it on Xbox. Right. But yeah, just cause I've only played the demo and I did, I did enjoy her character in there. It was very unique. How she fought with her hair and her heels, and
1: I mean, I saw the trailer that whenever we talked about, I was like that looks really cool.
0: Yeah, her heels that have the guns in them, and she uses her hair to create monsters. Yeah, she's like part of like a, uh, the last of like this dying witch clan, and like that's why she has all these powers and abilities, and very witchy. But
1: yeah, she looks well. She is a witch. Yeah. The
0: Umbra Witch. Yeah,
1: don't know what that means, but. <laughs> it had witch in the title. <laughs> okay. It's. I also just scroll down to the very uh, bottom of it. And the reviewer has played about 20 hours of the game. I feel bad for him. Because he says, 20 hours about played um, until I gave up on trying to be a completionist and won the nightmare to end. Gee. Yeah.
0: Well, here we were earlier saying, reviews suck.
1: But some of, no. a lot of them do. Yeah. We love Kotaku. Kotaku... I don't know. We love you. <laughs> this is our, this is our love. I love them. I've never had an article from them that I've been like, ew, <laughs> this ew. is a bad take or this isn't real yeah. Christian. It's always been good. They're always on the know. They have people in every industry, <laughs> you know, every you company. Spies. Yeah, they do. Cause they have so much stuff, so much dirt. They're very good. I love them, but that's a good review. Crazy though. If you play Bay of Another Three, I'd like to know what your opinions are on it though, if you feel the same way, maybe hearing it, because I know sometimes I'll play a game, I'll be like, that was good and then you hear a review like that and you're like, Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess that was kind of bad. Although I can't imagine that anybody was happy about her switching from being with Jean to Luca. That feels yeah. like a that feels like a pretty slap big slap
0: in the face of all the fans. Yeah,
1: it that feels that it. way. That even if the rest of the game you were fine with, that feels like it's a pretty big point of contention whenever you've had all these games saying, they're together. The game has said, they're together. It's not even like oh, we ship them. No, they are together.
0: (laughs) We're forcing this.
1: We're forcing this?
0: Yeah, they're forcing it.
1: Luca? Luca. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: We're forcing this.
1: I know, yeah, that's so crazy to me. (laughs) But I'd love to know, for you guys that play Bayonetta 3, what you guys feel about if you've played it already. How truthful was that review? Should we ban Kotaku after we just told him we love them?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> that's really it. Just-
0: maybe, maybe just the voice actress was just trying to uh, keep us from playing it. Maybe. The atrocity. She was like, She, was like, she was like, you made me say lines instead of, I love you, <laughs> And you made me start liking the male character and I have to get saved. And maybe that's her gripes, you know?
1: I wouldn't even that think that she was
0: proud to have such a strong female received,
1: role. Maybe. Do you think that she received the script though before
0: the usu- offers?
1: Usually you have to sign the offer and the whole NDA and you know.
0: But maybe cuz I mean they were probably so cool at one point cuz she yeah, did but the other two the games. A contract. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I feel like she might not have known. Yeah. And then why wouldn't you come out with the now now that it's out? But hey, I was trying to save you all. but And why wouldn't you just say that? Why wouldn't you just be like, guys, I can't say a lot, but don't buy the game. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yep. I feel still like, weird.
1: Yeah, Still weird. That's really it for Band of Three.
0: Well, I got one for you on the day of this recording. It is November 7th. And November 7th means it's N7 Day. And seven day is a wonderful day for all Mass Effect fans. If you don't know about Mass Effect, it's an incredible space sci fi RPG game that sends you off as Commander Shepard across three different titles full of decisions, interactions, action, space, and even building up your team, your roster, your equipment, and your starship, the Normandy SR2. So it's an incredible title. Mass Effect. Except we don't talk about Andromeda.
1: That's the only one I know about.
0: <laughs> we don't talk about Andromeda. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're gonna be redeeming themselves, especially when Mass Effect Legendary Edition came out. Oh man. All the DLCs, everything together, is this all three games. First
1: game after Andromeda?
0: Um this will be, yes, mm. that's coming out soon. So, happy on seven day, though. But, yeah, they spoke that uh, the next Mass Effect game is pre-pro- in pre-production development. And they say it's proceeding very well. Um, as I said, they have a lot of Mass Effect franchise veterans on the team. Some new mm. additions there at Bioware. And they're growing steadily. So, they've been hard at work, you know, crafting this new world. They had a little article that came out with different people uh, that worked there. Just kind of their interests, their passions, and what they're going to be doing in their roles. We promise we love
1: this game. We will do it justice. Yeah. (laughs) Don't Um, hate us.
0: Not really much else. They kind of just said that, you know, they'll share more when the next Mass Effect is kind of ready to unveil the curtains a bit. But the Legendary Edition has been a great, great experience so far. If you haven't dived in, they have a sale going on for it. So you can go pick it up. They have a sale going on, and the sale should be going on for that remaster on the EA app and on Steam. So be sure to check it out if you want to get the Legendary Edition on PC. Um, you can dive on in. Again, three amazingly beautiful games. Uh, one of them completely brought up to to scale with to keep up with the other two, and just all the DLC, all the content, all the cinematics, the entire experience is just wonderful. Um, and with N7A, they're having amazing things at the Bioware Gear store. Uh, Sinchi, Dark Horse, and Volante. Just check out all the amazing swag. And they partnered with The Sims 4. So for The Sims 4, you just got to log on in on Sims 4. If you don't have Sims 4, guess what? Uh, We just covered it a while ago. Remember, Sims 4 is now free to play on all platforms. So download Sims 4, log in, and boom, you already got badass gaming swag, N7 swag in your Sims game. Um, Along with this article, they dropped this very uh, encrypted transmission, you download the video. It's very mysterious, but of course, the community in a matter of minutes um, was able to find it, decrypt it, lock it in with a uh, image that might look like a new mass relay number seven. Hmm. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's a ship. Maybe it's a capital. We don't know. But there's some text and uh, or some voiceovers there that might be Liara. Who knows? So. Um, definitely dive in and check it out. Go buy some swag if you want it, but the new Mass Effect is on its way. It's coming, and if you haven't played any of them, now's a good time to go dive into the Legendary Edition.
1: I'll start with Andromeda.
0: (laughs) You don't need to play that one. I mean, personally, I enjoyed it, because it was a New Age game. Meanwhile, 3 came out, I think, on the 360, and... Um we had Andromeda, which was the first Xbox One version of it. It was it was enjoyable, it was fun, but the overall thing, I didn't the, the story is what just what really I it had horrible uh, reviews at the beginning because of the game breaking glitches and the people mm. the faces. They had faces in there warping and doing weird oh, things. Yeah. And then yeah. So it was like a lot of bugs to it, but ultimately the game was uh I, I thought it was overall good. Um, I'm not going to say it was amazing but I enjoyed it but Mm. you know I haven't replayed it since. so (laughs) you know it goes there but yeah Uh, go get Emmy Legendary Edition incredible titles if you haven't played them and look out for the next one.
1: Well on to my much lighter story than my first one um, Just some very easy news. Uh, Terraria becomes the first indie hit to break 1 million positive user reviews on Steam.
0: Terraria. Wow. I love first Terraria. First indie.
1: First indie. It's definitely not the first game to do it. Yeah. But it is the first indie game. So good. If you haven't played Terraria, it is so, so fun. I get lost in it. That is definitely a game that I get addicted to and I spend hours and days <laughs> in. It is so fun.
0: Wow, it's got a perfect ten out of ten well, on Steam,
1: well, yeah, and even it's yeah, it has ninety seven percent um approval rating because it only has like twenty two k negative reviews hmm. so yeah, it's an overly positive game, and it's all around good, especially when it's competing with like other other games I've gotten um positive reviews on Steam include a million positive <laughs> reviews on Steam, Ar accounttripe gold bull. Counter Strike Global Offensive, sorry, gosh, Uh, PUBG Battlegrounds, Dota Two, and Grand Theft Auto Five, and like even uh, PUBG ground, but my goodness, PUBG Battlegrounds has mixed reviews. Meanwhile, Terraria is very positive. Mm -hmm. Indie games are where it's at. (laughs) You don't have haters. Everybody who plays indie games is like, yay, and any bugs are like, whatever, or there's not really many.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty. Pretty wild.
1: Have you never seen Terraria?
0: No, not really.
1: Oh my gosh. I know I haven't played it in forever.
0: It reminds me of your uh kingdom game.
1: It's yeah. like 2D,
0: but then it looks like it's got a fighting element like uh is. Cuphead almost.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really does. It is cool. Oh my god, I'm not going to tell you the last time I played this. What the hell?
0: I will. <laughs> I saw it, but I won't if she doesn't.
1: It was in 2017. I know, it had been a while. Well, there's
0: a lot of updates and patches and DLCs since then.
1: I know. I'm even trying to add Planet Zoo to my regular rotation because I miss it, but I just never think to play it.
0: From what I can see on Steam, it's kind of cool. Uh, You can buy Terraria for $9.99. Or you can buy Terraria four pack for twenty nine ninety nine, and includes four copies. So you send the extra copies to your friends. So that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that is cool. It is really fun to play with people. You can build like a base together. There are like blood moon events, or you know s- uh, stuff that happens. So you get raided by people. So you want to have a pretty epic base going. There's a lot of cave exploration. There's literally something for everybody. If you just want to explore caves, you got it. If you want to build things, there's crazy things that you can build. If you want to go to the end and kill the monsters, you can go do that. in different biomes as well. It's a, it is a hit. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah,
0: it looks pretty cool. surprised I've never tried it. Maybe I'll have to add it to my wish list and uh, check it out sometime. With me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's my easy-going news.
0: <laughs> well, let us know if you've played Terraria, or you've played Bayonetta, or you have played Mass Effect, or any of these games we've mentioned. Are you prepared for Overwatch? Maybe some Pokemon? Uh, are you prepared for some Beacon Pines? Have you played it already? So, let us know if you've dived into any of these is this
1: the end of the episode? You did your two stories? I only had one. Okay. I was like, did I completely black out on this story? Oh. <laughs> I was so confused. That's it for us, folks, you know. Well-oiled machine, we're scripted, you can tell. <laughs> and we really talk beforehand. We really just say... Do you have this story? No. Great. Do you have yep. this story? No.
0: Great. <laughs> yep. As long as they won't, we're not recording and we immediately go, oh, fuck.
1: Yeah. And that is to, my have story. have to come up
0: with an audible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, then I guess uh, if you want to support the show, the well-oiled machine we are, uh, you can go to our link tree, which we have linked in our show description. Just click at Filthy Rain. Or you can go to the links in our bios. On on all our social media platforms, I swear I'm not drunk.
0: See, um, see we're already we're already checking out. That's why we're closing up the podcast well, episode. You
1: know, <laughs> it feels like ten, even though it's only nine. Yeah,
0: cursed at daylight savings.
1: <laughs> Uh, but the first link on there is our PayPal link, Tip Filthy Rain, where you can give us as little or as much as you want. We also have our Bones Coffee affiliate link, where you can go get some delicious coffee, some cool mugs, some pods, some drink, uh, the cold drinks that you can just put in your fridge, which we'll be able to review soon, because that is one of the things I bought for us. Ooh,
0: we'll be able to tell you. I know.
1: I'm I'm really excited to see how they taste. Um, I'm sure they'll taste good, but how convenient they are. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, You can also go to my Etsy shop, where you can use code PODCAST for 20% off. Just go to rainshadow.etsy.com. You can also find a link to my Discord bot. If you have a Discord and you need a bot, go to there. That's all you need to do.
0: Callista is ready to join your Discord.
1: Mm-hmm. She's lonely. She, she's looking for hot single men, just like you. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
1: I don't know why that's what popped in my head.
0: Do it now!
1: <laughs> and, of course, you can share the podcast and rate the podcast over on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And, lastly, you can find me and Kefilta, I guess, at twitch.tv slash rainshadow every Friday at 4.30 p.m. Central Time all the way to 6.30. Then we go eat some food. And come back at 8 p.m. Central Time. And if that's confusing to you, I understand. You can just go follow my Twitter. And I post whenever I'm going live there. Or you can join my Discord. And I post when I'm going live there.
0: And you can set the notifications on the Twitch. So why don't you follow on Twitter, join our Discord, and set your notifications on so you don't miss a single minute.
1: I wouldn't even trust the Twitch notifications.
0: Yeah, they've been pretty reliable of late. I haven't
1: of late, but Mm. they're they're rerun for a (laughs) a mix up and not doing well. But Twitter, well, I don't know about Twitter either. Actually,
0: (laughs) well, yeah, that's a different story for (laughs) you folks. Uh, That's a different podcast that we had called Rain and Gefilta's Worldviews.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Discord. Go to Discord. That is reliable for now. <laughs> you know what? I'll just make a. I'll make a, kind of like what Dumbledore's army had that coin that they would set it on their coin and it would say what time the meeting was and it would update everybody else's coin.
0: Huh. Was that in the movies?
1: <laughs> kind of, but not
0: really. I was that? If I wasn't in the movies, I would not know about it. Oh, um,
1: that's true. I forgot. I was. Dating a non-potter head.
0: <laughs> Hey, I read Up to the Goblet of Fire, and then that was a fat-ass book, so... I don't it was. even know if I finished it. That
1: was a They big kept one. getting thicker. I know. <laughs> they really did. They started you off small. They were like, you love it, The don't first you? two were great. <laughs> yeah. And
0: Prisoner and Azkaban, I was like, oh,
1: it's a little but even thicker. those two, they kept, they literally did keep yeah. getting and thicker. and then Gobble
0: to Fire, I was like, Oof, this yeah. is a hefty boy. And after that, I was like, oh, no, the, I don't have time for reading all these anymore.
1: <laughs> I bet you did.
0: I was, reading, chose I was reading Halo, Fall of Reach, Halo, First Strike, Halo, The Flood, Halo,
1: uh, Contact Harvest.
0: Correct. Correct.
1: <laughs> yeah, they had a coin, though, oh. that Hermione would set it. Well, at least you know what Dumbledore's Army is. So. I was like... Was that even in there? But yeah, she would set it on the coin and it would update like everybody else's coins to tell them when the date was. It wasn't really clear on how that happened.
0: but magic. Hmm, just magic.
1: <laughs> so I'll just do that. if you guys. Yeah.
0: Well, Let us know if you knew about the coin. I'm interested to see how many of you guys knew about that. Hopefully comics knows about it.
1: I'm sure he does.
0: Yeah, comics.
1: That's it for this week. We will see you next week.
0: For episode 48, we're almost a legendary 50. Oh, my.
1: I know. We're
0: Mm. getting
1: up there. I'm
0: restless. I really want to do a blooper episode, but we'll save it for 100. (laughs) So you get an hour of bloopers, an hour of just fun content to just stick around and be like, wow, these two really are ridiculous.
1: I hope it's fun to listen to. I do like listening to people's bloopers. I feel like what you should do between each is that beep.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: What? Why are you...
0: I don't want to annoy y'all with beeps.
1: But not an annoying one.
0: Like a pause, so it's not, like, one continuous thing?
1: I'll send you a clip of Julian. (laughs) Okay. Because he has a nice beep that's, like, not annoying, but it's, like, it breaks them apart. Yeah, And obviously has a video with it, but, like, I feel like even just the light beep kind of like makes it so that you know it's a different day
0: great things await you folks in In 52 episodes (laughs) yeah (laughs) alright everybody until the next episode bye bye gamers